PKN episode 406. Over a thousand in. <sighs> I've been watching this shooting. I am absolutely loving all the like coward of the county memes that I'm mm. seeing on Reddit. I, I, if you guys don't know, apparently the police, they have a SWAT team in this tiny little town. I guess it's normal for the police to be about 40% of a town's budget, but they're really rubbing that number in. I, I don't mm. know what a town's budget is normally consist of. Is it usually all potholes? I'm not sure. Yeah. A park. But, a park. Yeah, yeah. But I guess... 40% of the town's budget is this police department, and they suck. Um, I think it's normal to pay 40% and still get police that suck. I think that's typical. But they are it's not normal for them to suck like this. Maybe, maybe it is. They sat outside the room for 45 minutes. They heard intermittent gunshots go off. And their children calling 911 from the room. Mm-hmm. Their claim was they didn't realize the shooter was shooting people. Now, I don't know. Maybe when you shoot people, they make noises. I would think that, like, children cry, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the police are like, you have to understand, if we had gone through that door, maybe we could have got shot. And it's like, you're the fucking SWAT team. Why are you leaving nine-year-old elementary school students to sort it out for you? That's why you got that giant shield. (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> and those like They're, special um, boots and the, the gauntlets and like that's why you're all decked if, out if I, I, like, like all jokes aside i feel like um those guys are completely complicit in this uh in this shooting and they should be tried for murder um all those cops any of those cops who stood by all those that cop that tased the parent who was trying to save his child um all those cops need to be put on trial and um and just absolutely hit with the hardest punishments imaginable. Mm-hmm. They assisted the stu- the shooter. They were, they were they worked <clears throat> they worked as a team together, and it's more than accessory. They they worked as a team okay. with the shooter, uh, in my opinion. Um, uh, they kind of did. I hadn't looked at it through that lens. Oh, they were they were great teammates. Yeah. Like like he couldn't have asked if he had brought in one of those crack teams from the movies that the, like, <laughs> the Joker hires. He couldn't have gotten better results. Um, they're yeah. completely um, complicit in this. They were they were his accessories. He couldn't have done it without them. Those would be his words if he were still alive. Couldn't this, have done it without you. Yeah, without I you have, guys his bouncers keeping people out. I have a little pet peeve that bothers me. It's Texas. This police department apparently wears cowboy hats. Cowboy hats are for tough dudes. Not big muscular dudes necessarily, but fucking men, right? Mask it like brave men who don't complain about cuts or even sprained ankles, right? <laughs> Cowboy hats are for bad at Take off your fucking hat, copper. Take your fucking hat off. That's copper. a man's oh. hat. Why are you cosplaying <laughs> as a man when, when, you're, yeah. when you're clearly a pussy? You are a bunch of femboys who let elementary school children face death in the eye while you sat outside scared like little kittens. Take your fucking hat off. I yeah, this picture, the fucking cowards, every one of them. This is what pussies look like. But in all their press conferences, they have these fucking cowboy hats on. I'm not accustomed to seeing cowboy, even in North Carolina, cowboy hats are not very common. No, it's a Western yeah. thing. But if I do see a cowboy hat, that guy probably works in the sun and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he does like man shit. Like, oh, nah, not know. anymore. They're virtue signaling at this point. Like, like it's no different. Uh, wearing that cowboy hat is just like wearing a pussy hat or something like that. Um, they're, they're just letting you know what team they're on most of the time. 
there's a few guys who are wearing cowboy hats who's like, well, it's the most practical headwear for what I do. <laughs> but yeah. like those guys are few and far in between. That's what I I think that's what I often see in my area. You know, like like this guy looks like he attaches implements to tractors all the time, you know. Yeah. Like he's wearing yeah. a cowboy hat. All Not right. everybody's wearing mm -hmm. it as a practical piece of headwear. They are letting you know which team they're on. Um you, you know, they they they're letting you know. Yeah. It's uh they're they're cosplaying as as something as well, just like uh just like that SWAT team there, they're all cosplayers. Uh, if it had been like some one of those calls where it's like a, a wellness check, and it was one of those crazy grandmas who can't figure out how to put a knife down, they'd have been foaming at the mouth to be first through the door. Put it <laughs> yeah. down. They look. Hold on, let me put my hat on. <laughs> There's no way she's gonna put it down because she can't understand things. Put it down. <laughs> mm. And then they shoot her down. Has like, there been that's any? Their, that's their bag. Any explanation this, at all? Like. Has there been anything like a sh the sheriff said uh, stand down because like any explanation on their um, end or just we be, thought we might get shot? They'll they'll get they'll uh there'll there'll be a big investigation and, and there'll be Let a timeline of who said what. I know the answer. It, it, yeah. Their explanation has been twofold. One, if we had gone in there, we could have been shot. And, and it's terrible. They're like, people need to understand if we had gone in there, we could have been shot. That's hard to hear when there's children getting shot. Yeah. Their other thing is, and this is the bigger one, they say they didn't realize there were kids in there. They didn't think they had an active shooter. They thought they had what they're calling a barricaded shooter, a shooter who's trapped in this room and they can take their time negotiating, talking, <clears throat> doing whatever it takes. Like there's no clock on a barricaded shooter, a shooter who's Nonsense. trapped in the room. Yeah, nonsense. it is nonsense because there were at least two nine one one calls from children saying that they needed help. And yeah, they what that is is they gunshots. That's that that's that um cover your ass police shit. They yes. they mm -hmm. went through and they they were like, hey, what scenario would it have been okay for us not to go in? Well, if there was a barricaded shooter, that's when we stay out. All right, well, let's tell them that's what we thought it was. Yeah, that's exactly what's exactly. happening. Yeah, because yeah. they opened mind. up the old playbook and they were like, when are we allowed to stay outside like cowards? <laughs> I. I Oh, I don't know anytime. how many children were shot in that room. I know 19 people died overall. I'm going to make up numbers. Just Woody pulling numbers out of his butt. 12 died in that room. 15, something like that. Like most of them. So mm. did they all die silently? Did, did did these kids get shot and stoically cover their heart? And I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it, it, it began with like two cops seeing the guy and running away, right? Like, like. It, it is one of the biggest failures of law enforcement um, that I've ever even heard of. They, they, they are literally, I, I really, really hope that these people go to prison for dozens and dozens of years for what they did, for, for this kind of cowardice. If it were the military, they'd have been shot by now. There would there'd be a tribunal or something, and, and, they need to be, and they would be shot if they were in the military. And that would be the proper thing as well. Like, this kind of cowardice has no, like, I, 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 I want to say someone showed, like, the oath that you take for that job or something. And there's a, there's a part that like literally covers this. It's like, if you're not ready to like put your life and, uh, you know, before a person, someone else's life, like this is not the job for you. Some nonsense like that. Just the whole thing is so awful. All those dead children. And then <laughs> these like fake tough guys that are cut from the same ilk that we've seen time and time again. Take your hat off. These piece of shit, fake ass cops, like that, that Dude. cosplay, like they're, gi joe like it's real pathetic if, and it's hard to even uh, look at i saw that bit that you were talking about of like 
a woman or a man, someone was trying to get into the school and was tackled and tased by police officers to prevent him from going in and trying to save his child. Like if you were to see that in a movie, you would go, that's an unbelievable level of evil. Like (laughs) I, this is disrupting the narrative. It's so unbelievable. Like that, that is insane. Because at that point, like, why would they keep them from running in there? I've been seeing tactic, what they teach people to do. Like like regular cops not associated with this incident are like, I can't believe what they did. Everybody knows what you do. You go in and you get the shooter. He's like, they do drills. He's like, Mm -hmm. we're on a SWAT team. Every SWAT team does these drills. There are children on the floor bleeding out. You step over them and get to the shooter. That's the move. You don't care for this kid because that's one kid you know the shooter can make many more of these the top priority is the number one is to get Mm -hmm. it yeah i see zach um so anyway these guys cowards cowards you know they're a well-funded swat team it's real despicable i want awful things for those people i want them to be i want them to die they're just terrible like like i i have been trying to stay away from it because it upsets me so so much like, uh, I, I don't know. There's something so much worse about people standing idly by and even worse, just literally being accessories. The guys who like the guys who held back um, the, the parents trying to save the children so mm-hmm. that the killer could kill That's them. Insane it's, it's insanity. It's it's insanity. It's twiddling your mustache. Villainous shit. It is it is evil, evil, evil. And like there's there's going to be no explanation for it in the end other than cowardice. <clears throat> it's it's all it's going to be. It was it was a bunch of big fake uh, tough men who were afraid to go do their job, and it was a kid. It was a little kid they were they're dealing with anyway. Like this shooter is like eighteen years old, five foot mm-hmm. nothing. Like like he is not some fucking Rambo. Don't don't picture Schwarzenegger at the end of Commando suiting up. Like mm-hmm. like little dude walked in with a gun and everybody ran away and refused to do their jobs. They, so, they should... oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, that's all true. Now. As per usual in America, the gun debate comes around whether or not we should ban guns. And I, the filthy made an impact on my thinking. Like, hey, every little barrier you put in place makes things a little bit harder. I liken it to a suicide, right? When you stop someone from jumping off a bridge, typically that person doesn't go back and jump off the bridge tomorrow. That, that That's what the stats are. Overwhelmingly, they say, thank God you did that for me. I was at a low. That low was temporary. And I didn't realize how I had better days coming. That's what happens when you prevent a suicide. Cool. I feel like preventing a mass shooting might be a similar thing. And the people arguing against it, not saying they're right or wrong, but ta- laid out the arguments, will say nothing could have stopped these guys. Is someone who's motivated to do this is going to do it anyway. They're going to find a way. If you make all these guns illegal, they'll buy the guns illegally. If you do this, they'll do that. There are already laws preventing murder. So how does more laws hurt? Okay, I get it. But that's a bit of the nirvana fallacy. Like, you know what? If it doesn't stop 100% of the time, if it just makes things a little bit better, it's not worth doing. That That's, you know, if it's at all possible for someone to get around this new system we put in place, then the new system sucks and, and you know, don't bother putting it in place. In reality, if we just lower these, if you make us, they made automatic rifles, uh, automatic machine guns illegal. There still exists a little bit, but it's pretty hard to get one. If they did that to assault rifles, forgive me, I, I use the term, but yeah, you know, whatever, AR-15s, AK-47s, we all know, SCARs, ACRs, the assault rifles, 
if they did that to those, then, um, you know, maybe there'd be a few of them out there over time. 25 years from now, they'd be turned in. Someone would inherit that gun who's not really into it and maybe do a buyback program. I don't know. They would eventually start to get wiped out. Um, I mean, a, a buyback program wouldn't prevent anyone who was going to use it maliciously. A buyback program would make them scarce, <clears throat> right? So there's a lot of people who have them who maybe aren't really into them. Um, maybe I'm your kid. You're really into it, but you pass. You you send it to me, and I just dump it on the buyback program because what? I'm going to have this gun around my house now. Well, I have the buyback to care pro- program it. only works if it if it goes alongside with a ban. So so now you're going to have to figure out how to ban a lot of different kinds of weapons, right? Yeah, 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 right. Because if without the ban. Then yeah, no one there's new ones hit the street, it. right? Buy buy programs don't do much. I, I agree with you. But um let's see, of suicide, seven percent of attempters eventually died. Uh 70%. no, that's not true. It's a hundred percent of preventers <laughs> eventually died. All right. Whoever's writing those stats. You jumped you said like jumped out of me more than the gun thing, where I was like how would you do a long-term follow-up on people like that? Like if you couldn't reach them, you just remove them from the study as a non-response or do you go, well, uh, likely that data would come in in a way that reflected badly that they probably killed them. So like, how would they do that? You know what I mean? It's, it's like, irrelevant. Check obits. It's irrelevant. Um, I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to legislate against, um, against this necessarily, not to a, Uh-oh. you're not going to stop it. Like, 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 and when you go to this, when you go case by case and you see like the everyone paints them all the same, but they're also different. Um, that, that guy in Buffalo was clear of thought and and uh, secure of his purpose. He knew what he was doing. He had some crazy ideas that he was basing what he was doing on. But he was on a mission to kill black people um, because he he literally thought that he was right in the middle of a race war. Essentially, he thought the race war was already going on. It just mm-hmm. uh, wasn't evident to everyone else, and, mm-hmm. and he was going to start fighting in it. Then we've got this guy who seems like he was a, a, a low IQ individual, I'll call him. This who is his the text, Texas dude. This Texas guy, and, yeah. and, you know, his 18-year-old who just turned 18, and, he, and the text message that he's, that he's having, he's like, this all happened because his grandma was taking his cell phone away. They, like, like, I didn't I, hear that. That's what like, happened? Like, like, they'll break this thing down, and they'll be like, ah, he actually had, like, uh, th- this grand conspiracy or something. No, he was having an argument over his fucking phone, and this was a loser. And you take a loser's phone away, and it's like, what do I have to live for? He, she took the phone away. He shot her in the head, <laughs> and he goes, "I just shot my grandma in the head." I think I'll go shoot up an elementary school. Like, like that's it. That's how much planning and forethought went into this. I doubt he had maps of elementary schools go- drawn. Um, I think that like what you're seeing from the right a lot right now, obviously they're not going to say. I thought he did the manifesto thing or am I thinking of a different. That's the last guy. That's New York. The guy who was like, like had his race war thought, but this guy, like I think Ted Cruz is talking a lot about the door, right? The unlocked door to the the school. Cause that's look, look, you're looking for why this thing went wrong. And um, it's easy to be like, because there are guns there. Okay. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Also because there's people there. Um, also, because like he had, he was he, people are allowed to move freely in this country. We have that right too. He was able to get to the school. Um, I, I, don't I don't like know why. the door thing. Do you? Yeah, I because I know that what, like I know the making... door thing's been a thing for a while. Because um, uh-huh. I've got some family members who teach. Like 
the school's a lockdown area. It's there's it, it needs to be. It's it's supposed to be shut. You're, it's not it's not come on in everybody anymore like it like it was when I was a child. Child, the door should was supposed to be closed. He was able to walk right in. Um, there there should have been like everybody keeps saying, what could have stopped this? A guy with a gun could have. And and you're like, oh, no, don't tell me that. I hate hearing that. Okay, well, what do you want to do? You're gonna well, go here's the thing. I'm pretty sure the guns? school had an armed guard, and there were what 25 guys with guns dressed in cowboy hats and police uniforms. You need better ones. Shit. Here's another well, thing. Uh, we try another thing. It's the death penalty if you if you run like like, like that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, honestly, look the failing here. The failing here. The the thing that's different about this case, in my opinion, about this one in particular, and its little microcosm that it is, is that all the cops joined in and helped they did everything but shoot kids um yeah. that's the thing that's different about this to me that the cops helped this time so i think the focus on this one in particular if we're going to legislate anything maybe we figure out how we punish cops when, for dereliction of duty maybe this is when we figure out when a cop does something like this we do that in and general it, i want to expand this right like if a cop plans evidence if a cop Shoot someone who's already handcuffed. Let's start know? right here where we're at. Like, like I agree with you 100%. Like, 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 but, but like when the cops run away and kids die, okay, that's second-degree murder. We'll call it that one. You get 35 to life, sir. Wait, but I'm a good old boy. Did you see the hat? 45 to life. Get out of here. Like, like I, I really want some street justice here where there's one of the – where is that Texas judge who would do this in the street for us? I like, watched- like these Texas uh, guys are just so you know, Texas, this is your worst look ever. When we saw your grid go down and we didn't laugh too hard because snow makes my state shut down. But this is <laughs> this is the most humiliating thing that's happened in Texas since the Alamo. Texas, the Alamo. take your fucking hats off. <laughs> take your mad. hat off. Take your hat off, you pussies. Take your hat off, you pussy. Oh, yeah. The Alamo remembering a loss. Imagine. <laughs> uh, is this what happened to the Alamo? <laughs> yeah, right. In truth, they all ran. Yeah. We saw the Mexicans piling over the wall, and we thought maybe they was having like a little festival with our guys, and we heard the shooting. But you know, they celebrate with rifles a lot. So, no, the, yeah, no, the, the, these guys are such cowards. I hate them so yes. much. I hate them so much. I um, I hate seeing those bizarre. dead children too. That's that's the worst part. Those they, they do that thing where they they blow up the picture of the little kids, and so now they're almost like life size again, and then they make like a big row of them, and it's just like oh, it's so hard to look at all those cute little fucking kids, and they're like, what were they like seven and eight and shit? I think like uh, yeah, yeah, very young. It's so gross. It's so gross. Oh, if I were one of those parents, I would have a hard time not doing some things at this point about those police officers. I, I don't understand like, like why there's, I hope that, that this doesn't die down and that somebody pays. It, it's you so think they'll just pin it on I some, think it's going to die down or something. Yeah. What I've re- what's remarkable about this story to me is that I haven't heard new news since like day two, like day two, it was, Hey, you know, these cops kind of held everyone back and assisted the murder without new news. There's no legs. Yeah, the story has no legs. We're going to talk about something different soon. Oh, and by the way, half the country, it half the country believes, you know, uh, it sucks that this happened, but don't take my guns. I didn't do it, which is fair. 
right? I, I, I kind of fall into at that. At least myself. half. Most of the yeah. country believes that, I think. Yeah, I would say the majority sure. believes that. Of this one, anyway. Canada, different story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, more than half, then, perhaps. I, it was mm -hmm. somewhere near half, I think we can agree. Uh, it feels that, hey, don't fuck with my guns. I didn't do anything. Why are you punishing innocent people? That, more than half, perhaps, wants a new story anyway. They're more than happy to just say next. Well, I mean, they've already seen that they need their guns because the police will not be the ones to swoop in and save Dude. their children. I yeah. saw a video by <laughs> Cracked true. about a guy that prevented a knife, a serial knife murderer who was on a knife murdering spree. Have you ever seen this video? I have not. I, I wish I could show it to you. But anyway, the guy narrates it. It's all animated and it's pretty good. It's well done. And unbeknownst to him, there is a serial knife murderer. The guy's killed a lot of people. It's in the double digits with a knife thus far. He goes on the train. This is our guy, us. We go on the train and crazy knife guy goes on he kind of identifies him as a little weird when he steps on like the guy's just not in his right mind and he starts banging on the door to get into the engineer and he tells the engineer that he wants to kill him <laughs> the engineer decides he doesn't like this offer keeps his door closed two policemen come now they're behind a door with a window you can picture a subway door with a window we've all seen them you can usually see mm -hmm. a long way and uh the guy's banging on the door so then he takes us, puts the knife up against our throat and says, if you don't let me in, I'm going to kill this guy. And he's like, fuck, this is a rough way to start my morning. And that goes on for a little bit. He decides to fight the guy. He's like, I decide that I'm going to be a badass who takes down this serial knife murdering crazy person. He's like, the problem is I don't have any training in being a badass person. So I just do my best. I watch a lot of UFC. I go for a single leg takedown, and the video gets hilarious. He's like, it's supposed <laughs> to look like this. It doesn't. It actually, he, like, grabbed him. He didn't go for his legs. He went, like, over his waist. And uh, he Notice how he counters him. with an uppercut stab. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he counted with downward stabs. He's cutting, like, the guy's lat. He's cutting the guy's arm. He's getting all <sighs> these cuts on us. And um, to keep the story rolling along, he eventually gets the tackle. He gets stabbed a bunch of times like on the head and on the face. Oh he bangs God. the knife hand against the ground, causing him to drop the knife. I didn't think that worked. Apparently it worked for him. And he gets the knife wielder to drop the knife. He subdues the knife wielder with bleeding out. He holds the knife wielder down. Then New York City's finest decides to open the door and they handcuff the disarmed dude leaving us to bleed out and die on the subway. A hero named Napkin Man comes along and applies pressure to our wounds so that we survive long enough for medical care to help. And then he sues the city and says, these cops didn't do anything. They watched as I subdued this guy. By the way, the cops were on TV as heroes that stopped the knife murdering spree. Mm -hmm. They didn't mention us at all. They didn't mention the video teller <laughs> in the slightest. The cops are the people who stopped this and, and saved the city. And uh, the case gets thrown out of court. So then he goes back to court and represents himself because he's out of money. He's just a person mm -hmm. and sues the city again by himself. And uh, they um, I got distracted. Uh, he loses that, too. But at least the judge describes why. And he's like, you had no prior contact with the police. No relationship established that they were going to protect you and therefore they had no duty to stop the knife wielding dude 
from killing you. Case dismissed. And it's an eye-opener that, like, yeah, again and again, the police aren't really there to protect you like you think. They're not some... It's like not even standard procedure to step in and save people who are being knifed or beaten up or whatever. Not even close. That's the propaganda oh, yeah. that we've been fed by television for the last. Pr protect years. and serve is like the ice cream years. of the future for Dippin' Dots. It's just a. It's just advertising. Like they're not obligated to protect or. Serve I mean, you. it's a goal. We all have goals, guys. Come on. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a lot of them are taking it seriously. We would like to be able to protect and serve you, but hey, one day at a time. Am I right? <laughs> Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway the video is great i hope you i hope the listeners find it too but yeah the cops don't protect you like you'd think they do there yeah no you, you, you it's it's probably not a like that would be well, honestly that's kind of my standpoint i guess at this point it's like do we really want to take the guns away now that we are really sure the cops are not there to help us like, like the Zach, guys with the guns yeah. are not on our side no they're gonna Zach come posted something here that i want to read out loud neither the constitution nor state law impose a general duty upon police officers and other governmental officials to protect individual persons from harm even when they know harm will occur police can watch someone attack you refuse to intervene and not violate the constitution police can watch someone attack you refuse to intervene and not violate the Constitution. Well, the God Constitution, damn. yeah, yeah. Like, like, they're not mag violating the Magna Carta either. Like, I know. Like, I, don't, I, I, don't. I, I okay, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, I hate that it said not violate the Constitution, but yeah, like uh, it's not their job. I, I know a cop, and he's like, "Yep, the more experienced you get, the slower you respond to bar fights. It all sort itself out before you get there." It's like what? Like what about the, the? Maybe one of those guys in the fight really wishes he wasn't in the fight. Maybe he doesn't deserve to be there. Maybe he didn't do anything. Maybe it's wrong. not really a fight. Maybe it's a massacre that's been misre misreported. Somebody was right? like, "Hey, there's a fight going on in there." No, there's one guy with a hammer. Yeah, <laughs> St. Louis lady. Yeah, there's a fight. It's in. Woody and the Mountain in a fight, and Woody <laughs> wishes he wasn't fighting. Please help him. Yeah, <laughs> the Mountain has a fistful of knives. And he's just <laughs> using all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fucking rough, man. Um, yeah. you've been, you've started on that Shorzy show, huh? I did. I got through the first two episodes and I think it's genuinely funnier than Letterkenny. I, I think it's a better show. It has, and it's silly to say because I love shows like Seinfeld that are so directionless and everything, but Seinfeld has enough charm to get away with that. Like Shorzy, at least unlike Letterkenny has like a direction to it. Like yeah. they're trying to keep the hockey team from folding in the Northern Ontario fucking senior hockey league. Yep. And the, the no show. show. Yeah. And their hockey organization. And it's very funny. I like the, it's almost like letter Kenny. He like got a bunch of funny ideas about a character and he used all that to make a funnier character that has a bunch of little funny idiosyncrasies where he'll be incredibly cruel and mean to someone. And then someone will say something very tame to him and he'll be like, really, we're going to go there. Cause if so, I'm going to need to cry now. So I don't do it later and embarrass myself. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, like, are you about to cry? He's like, yeah. And guess what? I'd probably be crying a little bit more if I didn't get some out earlier. <laughs> like, just like, I like that he's, just... he's full waterworks crying every time the national anthem plays. He's, like, <laughs> he's, like, he's just sobbing as the Canadian national the, anthem the, plays. Like, the, the time like during the show, and I won't ruin any more jokes, but I like I genuinely laughed out loud pretty hard. Is like he got he had to grab like a bunch of you know 
D-list hockey ex-prospects to try and bolster the lineup of the team so they can win some games and keep the team from leaving. And so they all fly in, these four guys flying from Toronto, and then he picks them up in the Jeep and they get back to his house and it's like an hour later and they're eating ice cream. And he's like, you guys, uh, none, none of you calls your parents. <laughs> it's been two hours since you got off a plane. And they're like, like talking in French or whatever, like in their difficult newfie language. And he's like talking on the phone to someone. He's like, yeah, I mean, these guys must be fucking big shots riding planes all the time because they've been here for two hours and haven't called their mom. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just he goes that. on about that for a while. Like, <laughs> even later on, it's like, did you call your mom by the way? Yeah, and they're like, fuck. Like, I, I didn't think I because I didn't have that great of a taste in my mouth from Letter Candy, but I think this is a funnier show. I like it. I, I think that it's better that it's um you really stick with like the main guy there yeah. instead of bouncing around to multiple groups. Uh, like Letter Kenny is a bit like a sketch show in some ways because you kind of as you bounce around like maybe it tells a bigger narrative but I don't know there's a lot of groups this mm -hmm. it's kind of just Shorzy um, and and, and uh, I don't know if you've gotten deeper into it and you got to see his siblings no, no that's a yet. shit show where you see like his brother and sisters oh that's that's great Shorzy's brother and sisters are fucking is he gonna Eddie Murphy it and be all of them <laughs> No, it's it's it, it's kind of a weird wackadoo situation where they're adopted, so they're all very different people, and you oh. get to see like this like his dad, his adopted dad, gives like this slide thing of like his childhood, so you see like <laughs> why he is ruined, why he is this way. Um, no, I like the whole thing. I, I like them talking about the ice cream cones so much. Like like they call them sticks. Yeah, they call, like like drumsticks. Sticks. Like they keep yeah. they kept calling him stick. He wants the game stick, and I thought it was a hockey thing. Like, yeah. like somebody got a game stick, and he's like, "How many game sticks you got?" And he's like, 18. I got the Costco pack, and I was like, "Oh, I bet in Canada you can go to Costco and buy an 18 pack of hockey sticks. <laughs> like if you got a team, yeah, you know, I bet I could totally see that being a thing. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, but no, they mean the fucking drumsticks, and they're all like they're deciding like. Hey, shouldn't we all get a, an ice cream? We did win. No, the MVP gets the game stick. Well, could he have his game stick, as we'll call it, first, and then everyone could join in and have an ice cream <laughs> thereafter? Well, I don't know about it. As long as we make a make it known that this is the MVP stick, okay, and he gets his first. Well, all right, then. And then it cuts, and everybody now has an ice cream. Has ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just so, like, silly. Um, it, it is very I like funny. fighting. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like the fighting when they like showed all of the moves, like because I don't know any of that shit. Like, like I don't know how many of those were like known dirty moves, or just like assault in the street. Because one, <laughs> they're, they're like the sucker punch, and I'm like, wait, I know that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, he just hauls off and hits the guy randomly while they're on the ice, knocks him yeah. out. The nuts thing is real. Ooh. Some shitty guys will do that sometimes yeah. when they get angry. Just yeah. flick you. Are they are they trying to do it so that no one sees that as well? Is that important? They are, but sometimes they just get so mad they do it. Like Ovechkin has gotten so mad. I mean, it's Ovechkin, so people don't stay mad at him, but he's like probably ruined a couple guys' ability to have kids. He'll like take the blade <laughs> of his stick. He'll take the blade part and try and like go for the nut area of like the gooch and like rap, 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 rap as hard as he can. Why don't he's people stay mad at Ovechkin? Is he charismatic or just good? Because they'll be like, just see Ovechkin hit that guy in the nuts. And it's like, that's a shame. Did you also know you might pass Gretzky's goal record? And it's like, oh, neat. No like that. way. Is he yeah. at all? He's the only person ever that might have a chance. He's at 780 career goals. Gretzky is at 894. And so he needs 114 goals to catch and tie Gretzky. 
and he's 36. And so that's, you know, but he also plays, you know, there's a whole hockey website about him called Russian Machine Never Break. And because <laughs> he never gets injured inexplicably. Like he just, <laughs> he just doesn't really break. Do they so cast can, uh, very well in that sport? <laughs> no. No. That'd be one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of any NHL guy. There's a lot of things you can take. That, there's no. a lot of things you can take that sort of support everything around your muscles, all the ligaments and tendons and stuff, the stuff that's holding you together, the, 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 the your joints, all that stuff. There's a lot of uh, steroids and stuff that you could take to just make that shit bulletproof. So when you hear about, so I, I would imagine when you hear about someone who's bulletproof like that. It's probably more likely something like that than a genetic aberration where they're just tough. Yeah. Because it's or like, he's just been lucky, you know. There's there's just people who have good careers. It's so sad. I always hate to to see the guys who were they were like, he was the best that we'd ever seen, but mm-hmm. he was like this glass hammer who like tore this or that and the other, and he was never the same guy again. Like the guys who can't go on and like put that like Bo Jackson is a good example. Oh yeah, he that was the guy. Crazy who, like, injury he had. Uh, all the jokes about him in the NFL game or in Madden like two thousand. Maybe it was Madden 2000, where Bo Jackson's stats were so good. You it, was, it, it was before football. Madden came out. I think there was just a – it was a different football game that was like one of those 2D up and down the screen kind of deals, I think. Uh, and I think it was Bo Jackson's game, out. maybe, or something like that. But it was before Madden, I think. Or at least before Madden looked like Madden. But, yeah, Bo Jackson's ridiculous. The uh, ESPN 30 for 30 on him um, – I can't remember what it's called. It's, 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 his, it's his old slogan – <clears throat> is really good. Bo knows something. What's that? Bo knows. Yeah, Bo maybe knows. something like that. Maybe Bo knows something. Something similar to that. Some spin on his old uh, thing. He was a but, multi-sport athlete, right? Yeah, he played baseball and football professionally at the same time. And uh, insane. Like his physique is the crazy thing. Like, like, like when you look at like they, they, they. The, my favorite part of the the whole thing is the interviews with like high school coaches, college coaches. Um, and people who grew up with him, who saw him do these like physical feats, and it, he sounds a lot like one of those mythical characters, like John Henry, <laughs> or um, um, who had the big blue ox, Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Um, like, like, like he, he, he fits he's right. He's like a tall in. tale. He's like a tall tale with some of the the things that they they, they say he did, um, and, and little things, you know, that that like seem like you wouldn't make them up. Like, like, like they talk about him jumping over the the cars. They talk about him um, dunking. I think he jumped over someone's head and then dunked a ball. Not a ball, though. They're like, he, he had a stick because we didn't have a ball. And it's like something about them saying that it was a stick made it seem so much more real. Because why would they say it, he had a stick if he didn't have a stick and he didn't do the whole thing? And then him, him jumping out of um, thigh, high, thigh deep water and doing a backflip, flat footed, uh, stuff like that, like all that crazy shit. Um, killing the pigs with rocks. Like, 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 <laughs> like he could throw a rock hard and kill pig, uh, all that shit. And then like his high school co- baseball coach is like, "Yeah, he hit one over that tree one day, and hit one over that billboard, and over those lights, and it's just like these ridiculous home runs." He was hitting at seventeen uh, when the high school uh, coach first joined there to like get that new job. He was like, "He was like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Who's that big old bodybuilder y'all got doing landscaping over there?" And they're like, "That's Bo Jackson." He's a junior here. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, does he play ball? <laughs> yeah, the Bo Jackson shit's great. And then uh, you know you get through like all the Nike stuff, and uh, I don't know. It's a, his injury is a wild, weird injury. He's literally just too powerful. 
for like the body that he was put in into and just tore it apart. It was his hip or something, right? Hip. He did this thing with his hip that interrupted the blood flow and the muscle like died in, in this incredibly painful thing. And then they like rebuilt the hip or something. And he still came back and played with an artificial fucking hip, but he was he wasn't the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's he, a ridiculous injury to come back from. He's a nice guy, right? Playing. I never heard of anything. Seems really nice. Um at the end, obviously, you get you get um, to talk with him, and he's he has this really um, interesting way of speaking because he had to master a stutter. So, uh, mm. but but he, the stutter's gone, but he speaks very deliberately. And uh, his thing right now, he's like, I don't keep any of those trophies. I don't have any of them. People ask, "Where's my trophy room?" This is it, and it's deer heads because all he does <laughs> is shoot, he shoots his bow now. Lately, he hunts with a bow, and he's just got deer heads everywhere. And he's, he's like, probably great at that too. You know He's who so get good at credit? <laughs> LeBron James. I know I'm bringing it to basketball. LeBron James was a superstar in high school. They, like ESPN was televising his games when he was like 16, 17 years old. And he was huge. Like his high school would go up against some other good high school. Big, big deal. He entered the NBA as the obvious number one draft pick. There was nobody else who might have been the number one draft pick. And then he lived up to the hype. This mm-hmm. guy has been a superstar since he was 16 years old. Since he was 16 years old, he could get mad girls. He could get into trouble. Police could look the other way. There has never been any real LeBron James controversy. No, he, no. He doesn't his hair have... sucks. His hair sucks. We know yes. it's not there anymore. <laughs> yes. And he's overly political. I don't agree with his politics one bit. That's okay. the worst thing you can say about LeBron James. Right? Very yeah. Good uh, like, dude, if you took young Woody and put him in LeBron James's position, there'd be some shit going down. There'd be plenty of stories about broken windows and and stolen goods and who oh. knows what else. I, well, that, Trump I, would have had to get me out of North Korea too. <laughs> is he like uh is he like a guy who's really into basketball, like yes. the game of basketball, the it's flow amazing. of it? I I have um I I saw him interviewed afterwards. They're like, "Hey, you know, this thing just happened." Can you tell us what you thought of that play? And from memory, he tells you where all 10 players were on the court. He details who got passed to who, how it went down, what he was thinking, what the switch was. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you remember this. I didn't even understand all of it as it happened. And mm-hmm. and you can you have perfect recall of seemingly every play in the game that you just played. Mm-hmm. He is a, a genius at basketball. There's a guy. Uh, the reason I ask is because, like, the best and the – just like LeBron, like the best, you know, you know, by far, no one as close to him as Connor McDavid in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And he is like boring as shit in his interviews, but he's clearly just a guy who loves the game of hockey and sees yes. a, and sees three moves ahead of everyone else. But you were, and that's probably, why he's so good. To interrupt, but it seems like they put the perfect basketball and hockey mind just happened to land in like the best body for that sport as well. And that yeah. doesn't happen very often. That's why this guy's like a once in every 20 year talent because he, mm-hmm. some, I, I saw this thing about LeBron James. Like everyone takes, I'm going to fuck up the numbers here. So don't get hung up. Like most people take 11 steps to get down the court and he takes seven. <laughs> like oh he's just, God. he just strides longer. It's he's like just bigger, 45% better than you right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Like there's, it, uh, there's, when you said like the guy remembering, it reminded me of this interview so you won't know, you might know who he is. Steven Stamkos, he's the captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Very good, very Canadian. 
like mm-hmm. goal scorer. And he has this thing where he's been in the league for probably 12, 13 years. He's got 500 plus goals. Very impressive. And like, this is just like, I can't believe they haven't done more with this, for like the memes for their like social media team. But like this interviewer was like, so apparently everyone on the team is saying, you know, every goal you've ever scored. And if I mention one in a game, you'll tell me how you scored it. And he's like, I don't know about that. He's like, all right, April 3rd against Columbus, you had a goal. How did you score it? And he'll be like, I remember goalie was Sergei Bobrovsky because it was April. He was injured in May. It was a wrist shot from the top of the right point. And they're like, yes, it was a wrist shot from the top of the right point. They're like, all right, you had a hat trick against Arizona in 2013, almost like nine or eight years ago at the time. And he's like, first goal, breakaway, scored on the left backhand. Second goal, uh, top of the left point, slap shot one time, or third goal, empty netter at the end. And they're like, yeah, that's correct. And it's like, he just <laughs> knows every goal he's ever scored. And it's like, how, how could you possibly know that? That's like autism. That's literally sports autism. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I, I played men's league hockey. I scored, I don't know, a couple dozen goals. I don't, I remember like two. Oh, I remember uh, hang on every a minute, single touchdown I ever scored. <laughs> All right, so so how many goals has that guy scored? Like wh- five hundred some. Uh, All right, so that's yeah. Oh, four hundred. I was gonna try to complain, c- compare this to women you'd have sex with, but no. Four hundred is a lot of women. Well, yeah, He's I haven't had sex very, with very good women. player. And, Over uh, point per even. Yeah, even so, I'd probably have. I definitely you couldn't be like. June twelfth, two thousand ten. You got a blowjob. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, <laughs> You'd be like, ah, oh, yes, yes, she could deep throat, and she did this cool thing where she got the head sloppy and jerked me off. Yeah, yeah that's right, no, that's I right. Yes, that he, he's a savant for receiving blowjobs. <laughs> That'd be so funny. It'd be like, all right, give me any date between two thousand and two thousand five, and it's like June second, two thousand two. I, I beat off. Uh, 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 September 17, 2004. I masturbated twice that day. Um, <laughs> like, whoa, this guy's insane. Oh, I wanted to, like, right, right. That was a uh, male, female, female porn. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been? It was Have you been watching Chael Sonnen? His videos? Yeah, uh, not every video, but many of them. I think that Chael is training, and I think that Chael is on a lot of juice right now. And I'm wondering why. Because Chael's knuckles are swollen and red. And I can see his bicep vein in both arms all the time. And his hairline's not looking so hot. <laughs> I wonder I wondered what Chael's up. And then Chael's video today was called, Could I Beat Khabib? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, and it was a really good video because it's like, I perked up when I heard him say it. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so people don't Probably know Khabib not, is a but... much better talent. He's a he's an undefeated fighter. He's, some would put him on the short list for the best fighter ever. Okay, Chael is at his prime, thirty pounds heavier. Towards the end of his career, fifty pounds heavier. Yeah, two hundred five versus one fifty five. So him calling out a hundred fifty five pounder is kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's agree that Khabib's a better fighter. He certainly had more success. But, oh, look at that. I see his bicep vein in, in his right arm left a picture from here immediately. He's, uh, big... he's, he's a little... I don't know. His face, he used to be so much thinner. 
Um, his he, neck is so goddamn vascular when he talks. When he when he is getting to the end of a sentence and he doesn't want to take a breath, so he's just powering through it. His neck gets so big, red, really? and vascular, like thick, like a tree trunk. Um, like, like he's definitely still on. Uh, yeah, at least. Well, he says he is too. So it's not yeah. like uh, you know. Yeah, it, well, it, I mean, look, he's he he admits to cheating and the sport throughout it. So like, yes, like, yes. Like, like, I think even it might have been that video, but in one of his recent videos, he's like, I'm the poster boy for steroids in the history of MMA. And it's not that I like being that, but I've accepted that I'm that. Yeah. That's um, what, yeah. He always talks about being able to eye test and, and look at people and tell who's on it. I, do you think he stole the eye test thing from Greg Doucette? No, no. He's talked about that for uh, no. Oh, he's talked right. about that for a long time. He I has. think, um, I think and, it's parallel thinking. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people do that. And there's little little hallmarks and and call signs uh, of of steroid use for sure. And sometimes it's just as little as being like way too fucking jacked, bro. You're just way too jacked. What are you? Some of these guys, it's 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 like all right, I've got like vascular delts, okay? Like like I think that it's kind of hard to get vascular delts. You gotta have low body fat. You have to have squeezed enough muscle into your fucking delt that it's pressing the the veins yeah. against your skin. But these guys have throbbing delts, and they're just walking out. <laughs> Even as a swimmer, I didn't have vascular delts. Like it's like, a delt like, heavy. Like sport. on the front, especially, you know, like yeah, like, like, like doing curls. You know what I like do doing... have that I really like? I had it as a swimmer too. I have when I lift my arm, I have like a divot here. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I used to to psych myself up in the mirror uh, before a swimmer starts. They go like oh, this, yeah. and they like this is sort of the way. That, and I would look at myself in the mirror and admire my own deltoids because <laughs> okay, it, it, it's a deltoid heavy sport. Like the, yeah. and oh. um, whatever amps you up to get. You know, in the winning mindset. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It's it's probably my favorite part of my physique, and has been since I was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Good delts are good. Good delts are good. Um, it, they they make clothes fit better. Um, I don't know. They they make you just look bigger. Uh, so are so are traps. Um, tra you know, th those muscle groups make you look like a boxier, bigger human being. Sure, um, hang better if you have yeah. delts and traps. It's... Yeah, clothes fit better. Everything does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Chael's on some sauce. And at like today's video, I was just looking, his knuckles are all red and swollen, and he's like doing this with his hands and stuff. And it's like, this guy's been hitting stuff today. Like, like this, his <laughs> hands hurt. He all, uh, he never stopped training. He did stop dieting. Like sometimes Delt, not Delt, uh, Chael has gotten in positions where I'm like, you're kind of a chunky monkey. He's right no now. Daniel Cormier. True. Never, never. But it, like, like Taylor, the, the fighter Daniel Cormier, he always had a weight problem. It was always like, dude, he's that guy that you point to, like the pitchers in yeah. baseball, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. but, I can picture um, him. Yeah, he, he, even, he didn't look like he belonged in the ring. Uh-uh, he's a butterball. He's very short, but he fought at a heavy weight uh, thing. But he was the champ. You know, he's very good at it. Uh, and you always wonder, like, man, if you could, if, that, if this guy could have stayed laid off the chicken, could he have been the greatest of all time at, what is it, 180, 185 look or whatever? Look at that. So he must have been a heavyweight there. He looked a little better at 205. Yeah. But well, that's not that's... not representative. I mean, he that it's not like Zach found his worst picture. No, uh -uh. He looked like that in six fights. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah in I, fairness, I, I think I was remembering him more critically. If you see a guy like that on the beach, like no part of you is like, what a fat guy who's never active. No. Like you'd be like, oh, that's a very powerful looking guy. He's a tank. He's a yes. fucking tank. 
Like, like, look, just imagine him though with 30 pounds of fat gone. What a freak of nature he would he look like. He fights in a sport with weight classes though. Yeah. So, you know, like you're comparing him to dads, but does the fat help defensively? Maybe the, the fat, body shots? So there's something to be said about the fat. It does help defensively. And I think it adds a lot of power. I think when these guys are actually are walking around this big, they're just moving around a lot of a lot of mass and he's <laughs> a lot of be, meat. He, he, it, he, he, he seemed to know how to use that. <sighs> like I hear, I'm, I'm not saying anything anyone said is wrong, but his cardio would be better. He would move better if he how about like, this? What if because he is this short butterball, when he gets on the inside to do that wrestling stuff, he's just the he's just perfect for throwing things over him. And so, like, like his body shape is aiding him yeah. in the wrestling. Could that be hard be to it? move? That he's if a sphere. He was, if he had less fat and more <laughs> muscle, wouldn't he do that even better? You would think that. Look, look. I, I it's do. Hard to I imagine. do accept your Sonic the Hedgehog argument. There are certain moves he can. I've seen critters. You know. You know what I just thought of. That's what? brilliant. Is you have you ever seen a honey badger where people grab the skin? And the skin is so loose that someone can that the honey badger can pivot within its skin and whack, bite you. The ultimate yeah. fighter is someone who has lost five hundred pounds and has <laughs> and has not gotten the skin surgery, and they're right. in great shape now. Just, and now they are impossible to get a purchase on. You try and wrap them up, your face. Oh, you had rear guard. Hey, bud, pop, pop. You just turn around because you're so free in there. Like flabby Taylor, you yeah. could you could, take, you could get a big handful of that flab and cast it like a net, like you were in the yes. arena. <laughs> yes. like a you could like uh, the new dirty thing would be like, all right, no fake pretending you're not trying to suffocate them with your skin folds. You're on top of them, you know. <laughs> Folds in the mouth, folds in the mouth, boop, just get that out of there. Yeah. Folds in the mouth. <laughs> because people would immediately start like being like, oh, I didn't even realize my big fat tricep fold was preventing my opponent from breathing. Oops. Like it'd be like the stuffing, new eye poke. Stuffing You're fistfuls allowed to do that. of tricep skin into the guy's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're allowed you to cover people's and it, mouth and stuff, right? I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah, you, you're, you're, yeah. yeah. You're able to you like, just, like yes, people hate yeah. it. They hate it. You can see them fighting it like, oh, like trying to get air. It's uh, it's real shitty. And oftentimes, like the hand is like covered with sweat and blood. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you get a nice little, little face wash. Face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. redistribute the snot that you're dealing with because you've been punching the nose all night. Yeah, it's a real nasty fucking sport. Um, uh, <sighs> I'm looking forward to the next one, I guess. I, I haven't seen any good. I guess I, I didn't know. have one this last weekend. Is anything cool coming up? Um, well, I think it's big that that um, um, Valentina Shevchenko says that she was going to fight the winner of Nunez Pena for the 135 pound belt. And my prediction is that no matter who who it is, she wins because I think she won at least one of those fights that she had against Nunez in the past. Like, like, like I, it was one of those things where when the scores were read, I was like, "What? Come on!" Like, like, like Did I was. She have decision was, losses. I'm... Yeah. I, I, okay. But then, yeah, to uh, to uh, Nunez at one thirty five, um, and I think she's the best that there is. She's the best looking that there is. I mean, in the ring, like 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 yeah, when I see her move, uh huh, so fast. Oh, that you're kid. right. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And her last loss to Man Nunez was a split decision. Yeah. So I, at least one of the judges agrees that. I'm telling won. you, I'm telling you, she won that fight. Like, like okay. if you went back and watched, you'd be like. She was hitting Amanda at will and staying out of Amanda's range, and she never got punished by all that power Amanda has. 
she was using those kicks so effectively. I don't remember what um, if they ever went to the ground. I think they're both pr pretty good at that. So I think it was mostly a stand-up fight. Uh, it's been four years ago now almost. But anyway, no, I thought she won that, and I think she'll win the rematch because I don't know how Mana Nunez lost to Pena anyway. Pena's great at, at like change times. <clears throat> She she's not doing that thing for she's like, you know, I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm here. She's like, yeah, I'm here. I said I'd be here. And this and that's what I did. She's like milking every bit of um I like I that she it. called out Fedor. If people don't know, Fedor is <laughs> arguably the greatest heavyweight male fighter in the history of the sport. And uh, all she wants is a payday. That's her point. By the way, she's like 33 or something. I don't know mm -hmm. how old she is. Yeah. yeah. Um and pretty but, enough. What'd you say? Pretty enough. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty enough. But the 33 thing I was harping on because she doesn't have a long career as champion, right? It's not like she's going to be champion five years from now. No nope. fucking way. She probably won't be champion next year. She knows. She has a very short lifespan as champion. So what does she want to do? Money fights. Bring me the money fights. They're like, will you rematch Nunez? Yes. How much? Yeah, will you she's, she's like, everything. bring on Fedor. I don't care. You give me a million dollars, I will fight the greatest man to have ever stepped in the octagon. And I'm I, like, eh, I like it. It's a good look. So <clears throat> she's she's doing the current season of the Ultimate Fighter, the reality show that the UFC has, you know, around its sport, where they bring up upcoming talent and they have and they and they and they pick them with a fucking reality show. Uh -huh. And uh, and what they do, Taylor, is they have two people who have a grudge or a, a big match coming up and they have mm -hmm. them be the, the captains of the teams. So they had this Amanda Nunez woman and this Pina woman each sure. coaching a team of fighters. And, and but the yeah. problem is Amanda Nunez doesn't speak fucking English. Like, like well, it's, not a very she sounds coach. like she's deaf. That's she sounds like she's deaf when she talks and like they have to edit it so heavily to get around the fact that she can't fucking speak English that you just hear her say, <laughs> They're like picking teams, and it's like cut, 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 cut. Because if you let a man Nunez talk for five seconds, she sounds retarded. So you just hear Catherine, and it's like then you see Catherine walk over. Cut, 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 cut. They're trying so hard, and then did her team lose? And then Pena's got so oh, it's a mult, it's a full season of this shit. It goes oh, I didn't know exotically. Oh, it's it's yeah. I couldn't watch more than ten minutes of it because I pay. So much goddamn money already for UFC content. <laughs> and I I got like, I fast forwarded through like the ten the first ten minutes, just trying to get through the slog. It's just trash because the first like thirty seconds was was Pena, the girl that we talked about once the money fight, talking about Zip Recruiter. Just I'm <laughs> like, I pay a monthly fee just to have this channel, and then seventy five dollars an event, and this cunt with this caked on makeup. Is telling me about Zip Recruiter before I can watch her <laughs> fake ass reality show, and I, I, I literally just hit the home button and went back to YouTube, where where at least I when I pay them they cut the ads out. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> well, I will not be checking that out. I'll watch no. the rest of Shorzy though. Yeah, check out the rest of Shorzy. Uh, I do recommend it. it's six episodes at like twenty two minutes a pop. So I mean, it's like a it's like a movie watching the whole mm -hmm. season of this thing, and uh, and they do work in a lot of funny little jokes. Um, I, I like him as a character. I, I like how awful and nasty he is. And I like they still at the same time write him to be like uh, a good guy in a, in a way. Like, very like sensitive. He's, he's respect. He's very sensitive. He's he's I wouldn't say woke, but well adjusted. Perhaps he's not yeah. toxic. <laughs> it's not toxic masculinity by any means. It's just toxic. 
He's, yeah. just, he, he's just a little gross and rough around the edges. And sure. like he's grown up like, well, you get a little window into like how he grew up. So that's fun. Um, his sisters are great. That, that whole thing was hilarious. I, I look forward to watching that episode. But yeah, they did a good job. I hope they get picked up for another season. And I, I like, I don't know. I like that he's like built up as the dirtiest player in all of hockey. That's kind of fun too. Yeah. Yeah, it is funny. I I enjoy it because it's a hockey themed show also. That's what I thought. Yeah. And like other things I'll be because it's it's not like Mighty Ducks. They'll do a couple things where I'm like, oh, someone who actually played hockey like is out there doing this because that guy knows how to skate like that guy is doing. That's what I was going to say next. I was going to ask you like so like outside looking in, I don't know a lot about hockey, but I can infer a lot like like from the way they're speaking about things. And I'm like, this is written by like really passionate hockey fans who like yeah. know the ins and outs and the nitty gritty like like these guys like, like the, having the spit and chiclets guy on the on the mm-hmm. panel like i recognize that guy right away i don't know anything about hockey but i know spit and spit and chiclets like yeah. I, I know that that guy's on there and uh no it's it's a it's a it's a hockey fans passion project it's what it feels like that's a great way to put it and like i looked up the main guy and what what is the main guy's name it escapes me Main guy's name I call him Shorzy. The main guy's name being Shorzy, probably not that. I've Jared Kiso, speak- that's his name. Jared mm-hmm. Kiso. He played, uh, looks like Junior A, like everyone did, which is like a hockey league. Mm-hmm. And he played with uh, Jeff Carter, who won the Stanley Cup twice. So I imagine that like his first dream was like being in the NHL, doing He's a all big that. Guy. But, he like, looks like a pretty sizable guy. He looked. I mean, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he just stands well. That's the other like like. No, I, know I mean he, like I don't know how tall he is, but he looks wide. He looks he does. built. He looks, yeah, it's like hard. A farm to tell. boy. Yeah, good show. I'm uh, I'm hoping they, they they make more of that. Other than that, I don't have anything to fucking watch right now. I've been I've been sad every time I try to uh, pick up a new show. He actually doesn't <laughs> look as big as I thought he was going to look here. Like, like he looks, he looks pretty lean there. He looks pretty lean. Yeah, he doesn't look very wide either. No, he's got a great physique though. He also looks um, a lot younger in this. I think I don't. Th- yeah, it's hard to get those lower two abs, isn't it? Yeah. Bro, I feel your pain. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it's the it's those lower. <laughs> no, fuck you guys. Nah, it's look- easy as shit. <laughs> down. We were talking about it. But the, yeah, that, put the burger down. Really, he's in great shape. <laughs> he's in terrific shape, but he still has a four pack. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a net, abs are genetic to some extent as well. Um, not as genetic as calves, which you seems do. like a true my trick genetic. is to convince myself that my upper two ribs are the top two abs. Okay. <laughs> and I have a six pack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I just apply a little liner down there and just draw them right on in. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> lean. That's how I got my 10 pack. I just <laughs> lean, uh, I lean <laughs> shirtless. I lean shirtless into a chain link fence for 10 minutes. <laughs> you look terribly ill now. <laughs> walk out and they're like, oh, he's got those. Wow, he's, got like, he's got like 60 really sore looking abs <laughs> and, and little diamonds all over his torso. Yeah, oh, I've no, got nothing fading. to watch. I, 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 I watched some Seinfeld earlier today. I've been watching this YouTuber who just makes fun of Steven Seagal. Uh, so, so like every, he just takes every Steven Seagal movie in order and <laughs> watches 20 minutes of them and riffs on it. And, uh, you would think that would get old, but I'm like 15 videos in and, and like, because he started at the beginning of Steven Seagal's career when he was making decent films, 
and he's going to the end. Like now I'm in the point like 2008, 2010. Mm. The, at this point, he doesn't get out of the chair anymore. <laughs> he's just he stays the in the time. chair and he wears big body armor and a shamag. A shamag is like a, a, a man scarf, um, like, like one of those Arab scarves. That's You know, there's lots of ways to wrap it, but he yeah. wraps it around his double chin. And so he's got Smart. the scarf around his double chin and the big body armor. Like like if it were Tarkov, it's like the, the fort armor or whatever. It's the one that hangs way down to your dick and covers <laughs> all the rolls. It makes him look like it's a ninja friendly. turtle, though. And he just kind of sits there and says ridiculous things. It's like, I'm going to snatch every motherfucker birthday. That's every direct, motherfucker birthday? That's, that, that's a direct quote. I'm going to snatch every motherfucker birthday. Is and English then, his first language in that film? well that's great because it's funny you mentioned that because Seagal is like Santa Claus he speaks the language of all the children so whenever <laughs> there's a scene where he needs to speak Russian like there's one scene where he goes from you're not he's speaking to this guy in Spanish you're not Spanish you're Arab and he switches to Farsi immediately starts speaking in this like, like, like uh, this this uh, Middle Eastern dialect <laughs> but he'll only do it for like four words because that's all you can memorize real quickly yeah. when, you're, when you're just going biggie biggie bum bum you know, he's just, you know, he's just making <laughs> shit up sometimes. And then he'll be cast against people who like Danny Trejo, who's, who's a fucking Mexican. <laughs> it's like, and he'll, he'll try to speak Spanish to that guy. And then Trejo will, of course, speak fluently. And he'll be like, eh, all right, back to English. And yeah. then he, has that, he had that show where he was like a cop. Right. And he's like with cops harassing people in like New Orleans, like literally stopping people like you got anything. Like, 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 like shaking I've them down. That. <laughs> there were so many traffic stops. We're like, well, that's another one that just hadn't done anything wrong. It turned out that we just <laughs> harassed with our lights in his face and, and had Steven Seagal yell at for a minute. Another the one guy, man. the one guy, like they found some weed on him or something and he's crying. It's this white guy. And he goes, I'm so sorry, Mr. Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> Steven Seagal goes, this guy thinks this guy called me Stallone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> He's gotten so fat for so long now. And, and like, like I said, he does that. Aikido stuff. Aikido has a lot of like moves that I don't know, look a lot like this to me where you're like grabbing people and redirecting them. It's almost like Tai Chi sometimes with all the flowy yeah, nonsense. Not a lot of cardio. Well, like he's supposed to like legitimately be good at it. And the fact that I think, I think the fact that he's six, four, 220 lean was like why he was so he made Aikido like so practical it's like you're a giant man i think you could make up a martial art called, called fluffy hands and beat people up <laughs> you're huge uh, he's he, he's one of those guys who's notorious for like beating up stunt stuntmen and being like like actually hitting them because it looks better yeah, i bet it does look better shitter. also sexual I, harassment yeah he's back too yeah he's pretty strong actually i give it to you in the debt like not anymore but you know, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And 2000s, now are, we expect days. our action stars to be a little more juiced, like Thor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Fucking, I need to see that movie. Well, we should wrap. We got to do our hangout right yes. after this, I know, yep. um, with our precious, precious $50 patrons. Very good. PKN 406.